0: Welcome back into the JV Show. We are recapping week 13 today. And I thought for funsies, uh, later in the episode, I'll talk about a, a staggering amount of movie trailers that dropped this past week. Uh, but before we do any of that, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, leave some positive thoughts. And you can follow me on Instagram at John H. Van Dyke for all show updates and stuff like that. But I want to get right into it today. I'm recording this part currently at the witching hour of the first set of games on Sunday. But before we talk about any of that, I'll recap the Bills patriots game. Much like the dress picture from seven years ago that went viral. Is it gold? Is it blue and black? Did Mac Jones say the run game sucks or did Mac Jones say the quick game sucks? I don't know. But I'm here to tell you, I'm really loving reveling in the Patriots being mediocre. You know, them being outright terrible is... I think Patriot fans were willing to accept being terrible because of the greatness that they saw for 20 years. But them being mediocre thinking they might have a chance they could do something in the playoffs if they just get into the dance. I think I prefer this. It's the fate that they deserve for tormenting us AFC Conference fans for the past 20 years and the NFL at large. Bills moved to 9-3 and three and provided the Dolphins lose today, they will move back into first place, setting up the rematch that they'll have because they still have to play the Jets and the Dolphins one more time. The Bills are still only 1-3 and three in the division, which is not a great position to be in. But their record good enough that at this point, if they don't screw it up massively, they will be in the playoffs. Josh Allen making some absurd plays. He's getting healthy. By the looks of it, he had a crazy touchdown throw where he was running towards the sideline. Knew he was about to go out of bounds. He jumps up and is able to connect with, I believe it was the Gabe Davis touchdown. Um, and what about an even bigger day if not for a holding call on a 40-yard touchdown, di- touchdown throw to Stephon Diggs? That was a bit unfortunate, but they still beat the Patriots 24-7. to I'm not giving the Patriots the benefit of that pathetic field goal attempt that they gave, um, that they took at the end of the game. Um The Patriots are still in the hunt for the playoffs, but as of right now, they are not in it because the Jets are 7-4, which that's the game I'm looking at right now. The Jets seem to be physically incapable of scoring touchdowns today. They've kicked four field goals. They've had multiple opportunities, and they can't punch it in at all. It's quite frustrating, but let's see. The Vikings are driving down right now about a minute in the third quarter, but this game's still got a lot of life left in it. Uh, Some games that don't have a lot of life in it... uh, Look, we are in week 13 now. There are teams that I'm going to be talking about for maybe 30 seconds, and then we'll move on. The Broncos being one of them. Broncos are winning 9-3 right now with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, You might be wondering, well, but this game's not over. Well... Lamar Jackson left the game with a knee injury, and he was quickly ruled out. I didn't actually see the injury. I'm not really one to go back and watch those if I didn't see a it real-time. It's, it's not something I like to do. Um, I didn't see anything uh, on Twitter or on Instagram about it being serious. Um, they might just be playing it safe, but um, they have an easy schedule coming up, so... I guess I don't blame them for being cautious with Lamar because at this point he is their one and only hope to make the playoffs. But like I've been saying before, if he's not perfect, they're 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 bad. Um you know, they lost to the Jags last week and they can't score any points. Like yeah, the Broncos defense is really, really good, but it shouldn't matter. You should be able to put more to put more than three points. If the Raiders can put 30 points on the Broncos in two of their... Well, no, they, they scored 22 and 31 in the two matchups against the Broncos. The Ravens should be able to do that. But Lamar couldn't do anything before he left. And since then, they haven't been able to do squad. Tyler Huntley... The I remember the conversation last year when Tyler Huntley came in for Lamar Jackson. And I believe it was week 13, now that I think about it. Well, that's kind of weird. Um, he's thrown for an interception. Uh, he's been targeting Andrews and Mark DeMarcus Robinson nonstop, which is great for my fantasy teams. I wish I had started DeMarcus Robinson today, but they, they haven't been able to do anything. They've scored three points. And the Broncos... What do you want me to say? It's the freaking Broncos. They're terrible. Uh, Russell Wilson is thrown for 140 yards. Latavius Murray's doing exactly what he's done all year. For the Broncos, 17 attempts for 47 yards. Um, There really won't be anything to say about this game, except for the fact that the Bengals have a chance to take the division if they beat the Chiefs today, provided that the score holds for the Ravens. But i digress let's move on from that sad sad game um the lions currently are whopping the jaguars they were up 30 to 7 at a point now they're up 30 to 14 trevor lawrence took what looked to be a pretty gnarly ankle um injury looked like he got rolled on and might have moved into a Position that ankles aren't supposed to, but somehow he's back in. Didn't miss a beat. They're still losing. Um, they were down bad when before he left, so I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to risk your uh, your quarterback like that. It looks like the Lions are about to kick another field goal to go up thirty-three to fourteen. And yeah, I took the Lions minus one. They were my they were my star of the week. So provided this holds we'll be looking great there. And you know Lions moving up to 5 and 7. They could they might be able to make it into the playoffs. You never know. Jared Goff looking pretty pretty good today actually. Yeah. Just got a 75% completion percentage, 297 yards, a 117 QBR. That's a great number. Uh, Jamal Williams getting his obligatory touchdown for the week. Uh, DeAndre Swift actually looks like he might be back. He's 10 for 40 with a touchdown right now. Um, And Amon Ra, the sun god, St. Brown, 8 for 81 and a touchdown. Um, Yeah, these are two teams that I think everybody wants to root for. Uh, They're not very good right now, but I think that these two teams, if we're going to – forecast into the future their teams that people will be high on come next year i can already see talk people talking themselves into the jaguars winning the afc south for example which you know if they continue to be bad and get a top 10 uh, round draft a top 10 first round pick again i could see them making a leap next year you know they've been in games all year but they've never been able to close them the the Ravens was, like, the first time that they've been able to close out a game without doing something stupid to screw them over. Oh, uh. right. My goodness. The Jets are allergic to getting into the end zone today. So they had a 60-yard completion to Wilson on one drive, failed to get it in, kicked another field goal. The Vikings go down and score. Justin Jefferson doing Justin Jefferson things. And now the Jets just... Oh, my gosh. Did Mike, I think Mike White might have actually broke the plane there. You know, I never understand why we can't get great camera angles of the goal line so we can you know, discern whether or not a guy actually crossed the goal line because I can't tell from these angles. But even if he did get in, they'd still be down by... Oh, my gosh. I don't think he got... It. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. Trying to do my best Tony Romo impression there. But uh, either way, the Jets' offense has been frustrating at best today. Uh, They've kicked five field goals. Um, It looks like Minnesota did get the – wow, they did get the stop. They had four chances inside the five to get it. So New York's challenging it right now. If they do end up getting it, they will be down 27 to 21. Um, depending on the uh the PAT. Uh while that's going on in the background, let's talk about the Commanders and the Giants. The Commanders tied it day it. I had the well, I had the Giants plus two and a half, so if the Giants win no matter what, I'm looking good. But kind of like what I talked about last week with the commanders, like they're decent. But Taylor Heineke is gonna give you every opportunity in the world to uh keep this game close. And it's a division game. Uh Heineke's actually played decent, but he definitely had some <clears throat> errant throws that I mean the commanders could and maybe should be winning this game because the Giants right now, you know, just looking based off their stats, they should not be winning this game. Daniel Jones is thrown for 130 yards. Saquon has 16 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. I don't Okay, so they are calling it a touchdown for the Jets. So they are down 27 to 21 right now. Good lord. I don't know why that was hard to to guess. That it seemed pretty obvious that he got in. Don't that that would have been something if they had called that back. Um, But it looks like the Giants and the Commanders will be heading into OT unless the Commanders can get down the field right now. It's first and 10 at Washington's 38 with 39 seconds left. So barring anything with a field goal, they'll be going into overtime. Um, One game that's pretty much over, kind of like what we guessed, the Browns in spite of their disgusting offense that I want no part of watching because when you have someone nicknamed the Predator uh, throwing the ball and guiding the offense, it's not a good thing. Uh, Nick Chubb, against this awful Texans defense, is 17 of 80. He should have double the carries. Uh, Watson's been bad. 12 of 22 for 130 and an interception, but the real... MVPs of this game (laughs) the Browns defense has 35 points in fantasy football right now I don't I've never seen that and I think that's going to stand and (laughs) Kyle Allen is 130 yards and two interceptions they had so the Texans actually did get a safety. So the Texans were up 5-0 at some point in the second quarter. I thought, man, the Texans might actually cover this game. I never thought they were going to win it because they're, they're terrible. And they're doing their best to try and tank. And you can't ruin the palindrome of the 1-9-1 to go 1-10-1. Um, but the Texans are just horrible. The Browns' defense... Showed up and showed out. They had the the Texans offense pulled the Buffalo Bills against the Minnesota Vikings, and fumbled on their one yard line, and the Cleveland Browns walked right in for a touchdown. Um, yeah, it's been it's so the Browns have scored via field goals, a punt return or kickoff return, one one of the two, and then the defensive touchdown. They're up twenty four to eight right now with five minutes left. Uh, look. I think we were all secretly rooting for the Texans to win this. I mean, they're not going to. They, they you're telling me they're going to score sixteen points to tie this game, let alone win it? No, 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 they're not going to, and they're not going to cover the minus seven. That number should have been bigger. I, I know that Watson is hasn't played seven hundred days or something like that, but regardless. Uh, he should have. They should have been favored by more. Um, we all want Watson to suck. I think. Aside from Browns fans, which you know, I get it. I understand you. You've never had a quarterback outside of maybe Baker that you'd want to call your guy, and even then you ran him out of town as soon as you possibly could. It's kind of weird. Um, Browns are going to go to five and seven. They're still not that good. They're going to be tied with the Steelers at five and seven. Um, I might look stupid in four weeks and be like, well, oh, the, the Steelers and the Browns, they're they're seven and seven now with the chance to go into the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know, especially with the Ravens going down this week, and I believe that game is over. Oh no, the Ravens scored. Ho ho! Let's go. The Ravens are up ten to nine with twenty-eight seconds left. Oh no, Russell Wilson, what happened? Tyler Huntley stealing my Mark Andrews touchdown. Dang, coming, you suck. Tyler Huntley was supposed to be my savior today because last year when Tyler Huntley came in, he gave Mark Andrews everything he could handle in the way of targets, but it looks like that's not going to happen. So the Ravens look like they will be moving to ten and or not ten and nine. They'll be eight and four, remaining on top of the division. let's be honest, do you expect the Broncos to come back and and win this game? I don't think so. Uh, Talk about this game really quick. The Titans got ran over by the Eagles. Let's see, did I take the – I took the Titans plus five and a half. This game was kind of close for the first quarter, and then Traylon Burks got a touchdown and subsequently went out with a head injury. So, you know, given this day and age with the NFL, if you get a head injury in the game – You're probably not going to come back. Um, Eagles are really freaking good. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, that connection is deadly. Hurts threw for 380 yards, three touchdowns, ran for 12 yards and a touchdown. He can do both. He has improved. A.J. Brown has been a revelation and a welcome sight, Uh, coupled with Devontae Smith. That is a deadly wide receiver duo. Eagles are going to be moving to 11-1. Just trying to stay away from the Vikings, who Ooh, they, uh, they punted the ball to the Jets. The Jets made a stand. This is turning into a game. I'm loving this. And I hope you guys are loving their live reactions, too. It's difficult because I don't want there to be so much dead air with me watching it. Um, I want to be talking about other games as much as possible while it's happening. Um, for the Titans, again, I don't think it really matters. They're 7-5 now. Uh, there's, I mean, the game's not over, but there's six minutes left, and they're down by 25. And Oh, Mike White. No, Garrett Wilson almost came down with a huge ball to send them into Vikings territory, but they just missed. Um, but getting back to this, the Eagles did exactly what you need to do to stop the Titans, which is stop Derrick Henry. Because when you're asking Tannehill to throw with the receivers that he has, he's got guys named Okonkwo, and then behind Burks, and I guess Austin Hooper. You have C.J. Board, Robert Woods, Dontrell Hilliard, Jeff Swaim, and Nick Westbrook. Tannehill, I think we all agree, he's maybe a top... Holy shnikes, that was an amazing catch. Is that Elijah Moore? Oh, man. Even if the Jets lose, this, this is a... Uh, this is a great game to show the Jets' medal. Because they were down 12 points. <clears throat> but, oh, that wasn't Elijah Moore. That was Corey Davis. My man, Corey Davis. Whew. Vikings, if you, if you choke this, shame on you. Um, Last thing I'll say about the Eagles-Titans. You know what? I don't have anything else to say. Let's move on. Uh quick game. Steelers beat the Falcons, I believe. I did take the Steelers. Did they cover though? Yeah, I took Pittsburgh. Oh, they, Pittsburgh were dogs. That's right. So they moved to five and seven. The Falcons moved to five and eight. I believe they have a bye week next week. But they're still in it for the division because the Bucks are gross. Um, Steelers are still way down in the playoff power rankings. We'll talk about the playoffs. Um, on Thursday's show. Because right now there's still games going on. We got there will be so much to talk about after the afternoon games. I cannot wait for those games to get going. Um, but for this game, Najee Harris had a decent game. Uh, a lot of injuries to the Steelers' backfield that ended up being nothing to really talk about. It uh, was kind of strange because Najee had a abdominal injury. Jalen Warren had a hamstring, and they both played. Jalen Warren didn't do much because the Steelers only like to use one running back. Um, but Kenny Pickett looked, I, it's kind of like the quarterback class of this year so far. They're just kind of, eh. Okay. I guess Pickett's really the only one that we've seen, unless I'm missing someone. Yeah, we saw Malik Willis that one time. When are we going to see Desmond Ritter for the Falcons? You're 5-8 and eight right now. And let's be honest, even if you do somehow win the division, what what, what do you expect is the outcome? You're going to get mollywopped by whoever you see in the first round because you're probably going to be the fourth seed at best and seventh seed at worst if you even make the playoffs. If you're the seventh seed, you're probably going to face either the Vikings or oh, the NFC East. I would say the NFC East is pretty much the lock-in for the first overall uh, seed. But it's either, it's either the Vikings or – what the heck am I thinking about? Oh, yeah, the Vikings or the Niners. Unless you win your division, and even then, I'd still take the Commanders or the Giants to beat you from the wildcard teams. Or the Hawks. I'll take the Hawks over the, the Falcons all day of the week. I don't care if the Falcons beat the Hawks earlier in the season. I'll take the Hawks now. Actually, I need to fact check that. I think the Seahawks might have actually beat the Falcons. No, the Falcons did beat the Hawks in, was that week three? But, uh, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that game. But let's move on. (laughs) Oh, man. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers said, no, 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 no. I want, uh oh, Mike White. He got popped. Uh oh. Took a hit from Daniel Hunter. Mike White got up, but he took quite the. Ooh, ooh. I like think he might have looked like the right shoulder might have been what got hurt there because Daniel Hunter landed right on top of it. Ay. All right, Packers Bears. Packers own the Bears. That's really all there is to it. AJ Dillon had a game. Christian Watson. Uh, I briefly touched on the quarterback class of this year, but the real stars of this of this uh, oh my gosh Corey Davis with a snag, Jets are in Vikings territory. They're at the fifteen yard line. Oh, brother, Vikings, what's happening? Oh no. I mean, let's be honest, we all kind of expected the, the Jets to be able to move the ball, but they, and they have been, they just couldn't punch it in. Uh-oh. Corey Davis just left the field, but that's to be expected. Um, getting back to the... I love this anarchy. Um, Christian Watson, he had 48 yards receiving and a touchdown, and then he had a, a, a carry for 46 yards and a touchdown. Uh, between him... The trail on bursts the last couple of weeks has looked really good. Uh, Chris Olave has probably been the best receiver of the bunch because he's done it pretty much the entire year. Garrett Wilson's really come alive the last couple of weeks. This receiver class is looking to be something really good, just based off of this year's returns. And I'm trying to think if there was another one that I'm not remembering. I guess was George Pickens a rookie this year? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, he's. he I mean, he's had a decent year. He hasn't been anything incredible, but. He's been pretty good. Um, we didn't see much Jamison Williams. He was activated today, and the Lions trounced the Jaguars forty to fourteen. So, pat myself on the back for that one. I feel really good. And Jamison Williams, yeah, he didn't even have a. I don't even think he had a target, but it's cool to see him back out on the field. Um, but yeah, Justin Fields played for whatever reason. The Bears, you guys are bad. It's just, just – it's okay. Get a better draft pick. You, you, Justin Fields had two picks, one that crippled them because they were driving down the field towards the end of the game to hopefully either get a field goal or a touchdown to take the lead either way. And then he th- threw a pick, and the Packers were able to drive down the field because they were up 20-19, to 19 and then now they uh, won 28-19. I uh, still don't think this matters much in the grand scheme of the season, because the Packers are five and eight; they're on the outside looking in. Um, and the Bears are terrible. Uh, the The only team outside of the Vikings that could do anything in that division right now is probably the Lions. They're the best position to do something like that. But yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, the the Broncos lost. Amazing. Uh, amazing, and they don't have a first-round pick this year, because, man, you know, the Lions and the Seahawks, it's all gravy this year, both teams were expected to be pretty bad, I guess people did think the Lions were going to be okay, but you guys have the Rams and the Broncos picks, which I believe are both top five picks right now, can't really talk about the Hawks, because they play the Rams, but... The Rams aren't even a competitive team at this point in the season. Uh, good for you guys. You know, Hawks fans had to deal with the entire offseason of being dogged on. Like, oh, you guys traded Russell Wilson. He's a franchise player. Uh, what are you guys going to do with Geno Smith and Drew Locke as your quarterbacks one and two? Well, I was just mocking myself because I was saying all of that. And I said, no matter what the Hawks get from those picks... The Broncos won that trade because Russell was a franchise quarterback. So we thought um, he might not be anymore. Um, I can't believe that the Broncos lost. That's insane. It's not even insane. It's just funny. Oh, Jets are knocking on the doorstep. It's fourth and going. And- oh! oh, I don't think he caught it. So there's a minute and 43 left in the fourth quarter. Jets still have three timeouts left. They were were on the one-yard line. Okay, DeBerrios. Oh, no, he didn't catch that. Oh, my gosh. The Vikings play the dumbest games. Oh, my goodness. And holy crap, the Dolphins just scored a 75-yard touchdown on the first snap. Oh, the football is good today. Oh my gosh! So it looks like I mean this game is far from over. Like I said, there's still a minute and forty five seconds left. Jets have three timeouts. The Vikings are only one yard line. Look, we thought we thought the Bills had it against the Vikings three weeks ago, and it turned out to be false. Um, But, again, barring the Vikings get a first down, this game's pretty much a wrap. Vikings hand it off to Cook, get one yard out of the bunch. Okay, that's boring. Um, Still haven't had the Chiefs-Bengals kick off at this moment in time. I've got my Burrow jersey on. It is go time. I'm so looking forward to this game. CBS game, so hopefully I have access to it. If I don't, I'm going to cry. But I will find a way. It will happen. I refuse to watch this game after the fact, sped up. Uh, most of these games now, um, uh, like the Steelers Falcons, no, I, no, I don't. I don't care. I'm not going to watch that. Browns Texans, no. Uh, yeah, I'm good. But man, Dolphins off to a hot start already. Seven to zero. Tua on the very first play. Wow, that's gonna be a barn burner. Vikings hand it off. Second and ten. Cook gets nothing. Jets burning their third timeout. Oh my gosh! The Rams are driving down the field on the Hawks right now. What's happening? They got John Wolford playing instead of. What the heck's his name? Bryce Perkins? Whoever played last week against the Chiefs and made me want to stop watching football. Which, speaking of stop watching football, uh, I guess the World Cup's going on right now, so I'll talk about that really quick. Uh, Soccer's dumb. I don't care about soccer. I only watch it when the USA is in the World Cup, which isn't every four years? I, I don't know. I have tried for years to get into soccer. I can't do it. It's physically impossible for me to sit through a soccer game without falling asleep. I understand it's the world's game. I don't care. I respect, you know, like what you want to like Oh, Jets get the stop. It's fourth down. Vikings have to punt. Can the Jets overcome their allergy to getting into the goal line? We'll find out. All right, the Jets have the ball. They throw it to Zonovan White. Oh, man, this guy is crucifying me in fantasy today. This is not... Oh, and now he's hurt. Or is that Ty Johnson? That's Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson just got hurt. He's coming off the field. Looks like Zonovan White's in the game. It's second and four for the Jets. But while we're talking about that, I'll briefly discuss the Giants and Commanders. There's currently a minute and a half left in overtime. The Giants got to 4th f- and 3 at the Washington 45. This overtime has been pitiful. They can't cross half field. Neither of these teams can. Saquon has had two more carries in overtime and has gotten a whopping zero yards out of it. In fact, I think he lost a couple of yards. Um, I, I think there's something wrong with Saquon. He hasn't looked the same. I don't know if he's worn down or if that shoulder injury that he had several weeks ago is getting to him, I I don't know, and I think he's one of the main contributors to why the Giants have been falling flat, aside from the, you know, their entire offensive line being decimated and inactive, along with their defensive line, they don't have re- any real cornerbacks to lay their uh heads on at night, but they're still in this game, you know, divisional games, you can never count anything out, there's no... Solution to the game that's... In. Oh, that almost got picked. Oh Harrison Smith. You could have put this game out of its misery. Oh my gosh, he should have had that. So the Jets are on... I think they're on the 25th yard line. It's 3rd and 10. 20 seconds to go. Basically got to take goal um, end zone shots. I was about to say goal. End zone shots, because they have no more timeouts. A field goal ain't going to cut it here. And let's see, it's third and ten. Mike White rolling out. Oh, throws it away. All right, it's fourth and ten. They've got one more shot at this. But as we're talking about that, so the Commanders get the ball back. It's first and ten at the ten, the Washington Commanders ten. Um, talking about this morning, though, Aside from the Titans pick and then the Giants game, which is yet to be determined, we've gone perfect on the day so far. So I am fully expecting to get every single pick wrong from here on out. I got Bills right, Steelers, Baltimore. <laughs> oh, the Broncos! Broncos. Oh, oh, and Mike White throws a pick and the game's over. Okay, so got Bills minus five right. Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Denver plus eight, but Baltimore one. I got Green Bay minus three. Detroit minus one. Cleveland minus seven. Vikings win. And then on Friday, I actually changed my pick to Vikings minus three because my thought process was the Vikings are going to win this close. So theoretically, yeah, if I had the Jets plus three, I'd get the push, but I just, I I came, like, Mike White almost had the magic today, but the Vikings, they have that, they have that it factor that the Raiders had last year and the Chargers had, like, three years ago where they just win these close games in stupid ways. They really should have won this game by more. But they also should have lost this game by 20 points because the Jets kicked five field goals three times they were in the red zone and couldn't do anything. Actually, no, four times they were in the red zone and couldn't do anything. And, oh my god, Jimmy Garoppolo just got cutted to the locker room. All right, so, Niners minus three, probably not happening today. So, I'm going to take that as my first L on the day. Really hope that the Rams just scored what's going on in L.A. Cam Akers. How dare you? You're my fourth-round pick this year. And Ravens head coach John Harbaugh said Lamar Jackson's knee injury is days two weeks but is not season-ending. Okay, well, to me, that says the Ravens season is probably close to done then. Um, they do have an easy schedule. Let's look at the Ravens' schedule. Um, but before I do that, I want to take a quick look at the Commanders and Giants. The Commanders haven't moved an inch. It's still 3rd and 10. All right. So No more about that. So looking at the Ravens' schedule, they play the Steelers next week. I think with Huntley, they could possibly win that game. I don't think they're out of it. And again, 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 divisional games, you just never know. Wacky stuff happens. And they play the Browns, another divisional game. I think they could win that. So let's just, let's say, let's say they split. They go one and one. So now they're nine and four. Then they play the Falcons. Okay, I'll give the Ravens and Tyler Huntley the win on that. I'm, I'm, I've lost steam on the Falcons. I want nothing to do with them anymore. This is actually a Christmas Eve game. I can't believe Christmas is only three weeks away. It looks like... Brock Purdy, that's quite the name, is in for the San Francisco 49ers. Seventh-round draft pick this year. Okay. Well, my life is in your hands right now, Brock. All right, so I'll say that the Ravens are 2-1 over the next three weeks. So that means they're – oh, my gosh, I can't do math. They're 10-5. Then they play the Steelers again, I'll give them that W. Lamar and also Lamar could be back at that point. So I'll give him the W there. Eleven and four. And then the Bengals. I say they split with the Bengals this year. So the Ravens will go eleven and six. It's not that hard of a schedule, but it is mostly divisional games. And as we all know, like I've been saying pretty much all day. <clears throat> you just you don't know what'll happen with a divisional game. You, you really don't. Um, unless it's the NFC West and you can pretty much say, oh my gosh, what was they thinking taking the Hawks against the Rams? The Rams just own the Hawks for whatever reason. on it. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm already down bad because I took the Niners minus 3.5 and, and I took the Hawks minus 8. And neither of those picks are looking very strong right now. And it's looking more and more like the Giants and the Commanders are going to tie this game the Giants are at the 43 yard line their 43 yard line it's first and 10 with 28 seconds to go so the Giants and Commanders I think they'll both move to so the Giants will be 7-4-1 and the Commanders will be 7-5-1 and Commanders go on bye next week and then they play the Giants coming out of their bye so they will see each other again very soon Brian Robinson couldn't give me that touchdown today that's unfortunate, yeah, fifteen seconds left um I think this game's pretty much over, so on the day, I guess I'll just call I'll call that a split or a tie i don't I don't think that counts as a loss i think that, that counts as a tie so on on the morning games, picking winners, we went two three four five six seven. So we went eight, zero, and one. That's pretty great, I gotta say. But on the spread, so I got the Titans wrong, but the Giants were plus two and a half dogs, so I covered that, which is that's phenomenal. So I went seven and one or eight and one. Yeah. Eight and one for the spread. So like I said, I fully expect to get thrown into a gutter on these afternoon games but we're off to an incredible start okay getting into the afternoon games I would say most of them lived up to the hype specifically one that we'll talk about in a few minutes but I'm gonna I'm gonna build up to that one we'll start with the one that I think everyone had pegged as either the best or second best game of the week and in some ways it turned out to be the 49ers beat the Miami Dolphins 33-17. to The main story coming out of this, however, is Jimmy Garoppolo is done for the season with a broken foot. However, Brock, he's so purdy, came in and acquitted himself quite well. Proving that if you have the best offensive talent in the league... You can make anybody look just as good. Uh, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant in this past year's draft. Looks like they're going to be rolling with him. Obviously, Trey Lance is gone for the year as well. Um, In the interim between me recording on Sunday, and now it is now Monday, uh, Baker Mayfield was released by the Carolina Panthers. I would expect the 49ers to put in a claim for him. I have no idea who would actually pick him up at this point in the season. The Texans, why? Um, the Broncos, maybe. they Keep throwing darts at the board. You're bound to get a quarterback at some point. Um, my outlook on the Niners isn't as pessimistic as I think most people will be. Um, Look, I I think Brock Purdy getting thrust. We've seen this before where a guy comes in in a pinch. There's absolutely no film on him whatsoever. um, And he plays pretty well. And then we find out that it's not quite – he's not quite as good as his first game that he came in on. Um, But, I mean, Brock Purdy, I always say he, he he played pretty well. He he had a scholarship from Nick Saban to come to Alabama in high school, and he turned him down. So take that what you will. Uh, I I still expect the Niners to be one of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, It does open the window for the Hawks to come in and take the division, but the 49ers are so talented, and that defense is hellacious. The defense made Tua's life a living hell. They feasted on the Dolphins' porous offensive line. Uh, his stats look fine. He had a little under 300 yards, 295, two touchdowns. He had two picks, though. However, those stats were slightly in, um, inflated because Trent Shurfield had a 75 yard touchdown. And Tyreek Hill got loose, but the 49ers didn't care. They shut down the run game, they shut everyone down except for Tyreek. Jalen Waddle was injured, and Tua also got injured. uh, Because Skylar Thompson came in for one play and threw one pick. But the Dolphins got a tough schedule coming. They got they got to play the Bills again. They got to play the Jets, and they got to play the Patriots again. And I believe that they also have a date with the. Yeah, they got to play the Chargers next week on Sunday Night Football. Um, I'll talk about the Chargers in one second, but other notes from this game. We'll see what the Niners do if they drum up a a veteran out of retirement to keep this playoff push going. Because, I mean, in this rate, they're probably they're going to make the playoffs. I don't see them missing. The team is just too good, and if they can get anyone to come in and play complementary quarterback play, they'll be fine. All right. Uh let's move on to Rams Seahawks. Let's talk about this quick. Um Hawks beat the Rams. This game This game looked like it was gonna get out of hand because the Hawks were down for a decent while. They lost Kenneth Walker. Um I don't know if it's season ending, but he left um relatively early in the game. Uh John Wolford started for the Rams. Threw two picks, but the Rams lost 27-23. to 23. Cam Akers had his best game all year, even though it still wasn't that special. 17 for 60, two touchdowns. The Rams offensive line did a decent job of keeping John Wolford upright. Um, the Hawks' defense, like Tariq Woolen, looks great, but... This is Hawks defense has really regressed over the last few weeks. They gave up 23 to the Rams. Practice squad players. Keep in mind, there's no Cooper Cup. There's no Allen Robinson. There's no Matt Stafford. Um, there's no running game to really speak of. Aaron Donald was out of this game. This team, the Hawks should have been able to handle the Rams pretty handily. Um, they did stop a two-game losing streak with this. The Hawks moved to 7-5. and five. Um, But they lost to the Rams last week, and they lost to the Bucks prior to their bye week. I'm still pretty bullish on the Hawks. I like their stuff. But losing... Um, I'm not blanking on his name. Kenneth Walker is... It's a big hit. <sighs> Geno Smith had a career day, though. So that's pretty cool. Jalen Ramsey is toast. I really wish the Bengals won the Super Bowl last year. But we'll talk about them in a second. Uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf had amazing games. Both had 120, basically had identical receiving yards. And they both had a touchdown. Um, Yeah, the Rams are dead. And they're dead without a pulse coming into the next season. Because they don't have a first-round pick. Really unfortunate for them. All right. Okay. I'm going to do something that I never thought I would do. I'm going to apologize for bullying the Raiders for the last 13 weeks. They, and I was talking with my brother about this, they are a team that I am scared to see in the playoffs. Their defense still leaves a whole hell of a lot to be desired, admittedly. Uh, Max Crosby is great. He had eight pressures this game. But the outside of him, the defense isn't really anything to write home about. Uh, the Chargers are a one-man show with Justin Herbert. I'll talk about the Chargers really quick. They're not drawing dead, but they're dangerously close to um, being irrelevant in the next two weeks, when there's still five games to go. or Yeah, five games to go in the season. Uh, Austin Eckler couldn't get anything going. Um, Keenan Allen was okay. No Mike Williams yet again. And then the guys who stepped up for the Chargers the last several weeks, DeAndre Carter and Joshua Palmer, were nowhere to be found. Um, Justin Herbert's getting pressure. Like crazy, uh Corey Lindsley was out again, obviously they were down their guard and tackle from earlier in the season. Rayshawn Slater's been out for the year uh Justin Herbert took four sacks, he had two hits, and then eleven hurries across fifty six um uh, throwing snaps I don't know why I couldn't call with a better word than that um so about twenty percent. Of his dropbacks, he was feeling it. Look, I love the Chargers. I, I don't love Brandon Staley as a coach. I, I was in love with him last year. I thought they were going to take the step forward this year. But between injuries and then just regression, uh, I, I, I don't... Even if they somehow eke into the playoffs, which is looking dimmer and dimmer by the day, I don't... Oh, Justin Herbert took five sacks. Why are you lying to me? Pro football focus. Um. It just sucks, because I want to see Herbert in the playoffs. Free Justin Herbert. Make the Chargers better. But, as I was saying, the Raiders deserve an apology, because Josh Jacobs, despite not having an amazing offensive line, has been insane the last month. He ran for 140 yards this week, but the last three weeks... 109, 229, 144. He's at 1,300 yards already, and we have five weeks to go. He's going to earn his money next year. That's for sure. And Devontae Adams, I think, has a hell of a lot to do with it. He had 177 yards and two touchdowns. He was basically their entire um, passing attack because nobody had more than 35 yards. And Derek Carr is playing decent football. Um Having Devontae Adams really helps. So, yeah. Look, credit to the Raiders. They've fought back. They're now 5-7. I believe. Yeah, they're 5-7. Chargers are 6-6. They still got a game above them. They're a scary team. I still think I will take the... I'm still going to take the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals over them comfortably. But after that... The Raiders, in fact, let's, let's let's play the game. What's their schedule looking like? So they got the Rams. Okay, they're gonna beat the Rams on Thursday Night Football upcoming. Then they got the Patriots. I think that's a win. So seven and seven, back to five hundred. Steelers, eight and seven. Niners, and then Chiefs. So I think them going nine and eight is a very reasonable um, outcome. And even 10-7, because who knows what the Niners are going to look like on January 1st. And the Chiefs might not have anything to play for. So the, the Raiders could, be, could easily be vying for a playoff spot. And I did not think I'd be saying that. Uh, I was overtly harsh on the Raiders to begin the season. but They were one of the better 2-7 and seven teams that we've ever seen. So, you know, I swallow. I doff my cap to you. Congrats, Raiders. You guys are looking electric. Uh, I'm going to skip the last afternoon game and go right to the Sunday Night Football game really quick. Uh, the Cowboys thumped the Colts, despite it being a one, a two-point game in, at the end of the third quarter. Dallas scored like 26 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Matt Ryan threw three picks, had a couple of fumbles. Uh, one of them went for a touchdown. I should know because I was playing the Dallas defense. Um. Yeah the 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 Colts offensive line. Hey Chris Ballard, how's the How's the uh, the trenches going for you, pal? Look, I I would be lying if I said I'm not relishing in the Colts' miseries this year. You know, you blame Frank Reich for everything, and now you're one and three because Jeff Saturday. He threw everybody off the scent getting that win against the Raiders in his very first game because now I think he's coasting. Uh, this was a whomping of epic proportions. It could have been even more if Dak hadn't thrown that pick right into just to find Gilmore's um, chest. Um, the only thing I'll talk about the Cowboys, they played disciplined football for the first time in like four weeks. They only had three penalties. But Dak seems to throw the ball to the other team like, four or five times a game, they just don't catch it. I, my concerns about the Cowboys are still there. The turnovers from Dak and the penalties. And they shaped it up this week because the Colts suck. Um, but that that Eagles game is going to be really telling. Unless the Eagles have the first seed wrapped up overall, and then it might be irrelevant. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about the Colts are dead. Um, they're not going to be bad enough to get a top ten pick. Well, they might they might get a top ten pick, but they won't get a pick to get one of the quarterbacks. They're not going to be able to get Caleb Williams or um, oh my gosh, it's the USC quarterback. He just, he got injured. USC quarterback. Caleb Williams. Never mind. Um, Alabama QB. No, not Drake May. Who the heck's Drake May? Bryce Young. Goodness. Drawing a blank here. But all right. None of those games matter. Because my lock of the week was Cincinnati plus two and a half. Not only did they cover, they won by three. And it should have been by more. Because Tyler Boyd dropped a wide open touchdown and they had a BS illegal man downfield that killed another drive. So that's eight points that got taken off the scoreboard. Bengals own the Chiefs. What else can I say? Their defense does not get nearly enough credit. I, well, first of all, I love this team. Joe Burrow is the man. Joe Burrow should be in the conversation for MVP. I stuck with them from the start of the season when they were one and two. I'm sorry, one and three. Um, look, I I I just watching this team is so much fun. Jamar Chase came back and was phenomenal again. He was getting chirpy. I loved seeing it. Seeing him. Do the dollar bills uh, celebration right in front of Justin Reed after the Chiefs secondary talked so much smack at the uh, from this week. It felt so good to stick it to the Chiefs. You now they were riding high, they had the biggest winning streak in the NFL, but it don't matter because Joe Burrow owns y'all asses. <laughs> I just I'm grinning. I'm looking, I'm looking at the recap right now. It's just it's it's fantastic. You know, they held Mahomes to only 223 yards. Uh Mahomes uh threw for a touchdown and ran one in. Isaiah Pacheco, he's their guy, it looks like now. They might finally have a running game, so that's a little scary. Um bring them on in the playoffs. Bengals moved to eight and four. If the Ravens lost, they'd be leading the division. Now they're tied still with the Ravens. Um, That game in Week 18 might mean a lot, especially if Lamar misses more games. Um, with the Bengals' offense, they kept Burrow clean. Um, Burrow actually ran for the most carries in his career, 11 for 46 and a touchdown. P so Pirine might be overtaking Joe Mixon's job because he's been excellent in the three weeks since Mixon has been gone. Because Mixon left the Steelers game early. P. Ryan had the three receiving touchdowns. He had 100 all-purpose yards last week. And he had, let's see, he had 106 rushing yards and then 49 receiving yards on six receptions. Chase had seven receptions for 97 yards. T. Higgins, um, he had the clutch third and 11 catch to end the game. He had caught a touchdown. Uh, Tyler Boyd, despite dropping the wide-open touchdown, he was still four for 60. Because Joe Burrow trusted him and went right back to him. I don't know how you can dislike this Bengals team. Unless you're a Steelers, Ravens, and Browns fan and you're just jelly. Well, I don't know if you're the Ravens fan you're that jelly. Lamar Jackson's great. Um, Ben Joe Burrow, 3-0 and against the Chiefs. I think that it looks like... I, I, I will be honest. I was kind of a degenerate and went on Chiefs Reddit. And laughed at the Chiefs blaming the refs for screwing them over somehow. Even though they had half the penalties that the Bengals had this game. Uh, Sounds like loser talk to me. Uh, Yeah, I I think that Mahomes is their... Mahomes is their saving grace. And without him, this team would be awful. Um, Travis Kelsey fumbled... Killing a drive. Uh, Butker missed a field goal. It was was a 55-yard field field goal. Look, Chiefs lost the first seed, but I don't think it matters that much. I think they'll probably still end with the one seed because listen to this schedule. They have the Indianapolis Colts. so They play the Broncos next week. Broncos can't score more than 10 points. They lost a game where they gave up 10 points. That's a win. Then they face the Texans. Then they play the Seahawks. That might be the only loss they have. And then they play the Broncos. The Chiefs will probably have the division racked up by... I could say probably... Let's see. The Chiefs... The Chiefs need to get to... 11-6 and six right now to win the division because they'll have the tiebreaker over the Chargers being 2-0 against them. So they need to win two more games... Just to win the division to get the one see they're probably gonna have to win well, they have to win out at minimum and the bills um, if the bills went out and the chiefs went out then the bills get it they'd have to win at least three more games I would imagine because if you drop one the only two games that they that I could see them losing is the now frisky Raiders and then the, the Seahawks. so at worst they're gonna finish twelve and five. And probably lose to the Bengals in the AFC Championship again. It's the, I don't make the rules. It's just what happens. <sighs> All right. So, on the day, picking straight up winners. We went 12-1-1 with New Orleans on tap tonight. Well, you already know if New Orleans won or lost against the Bucks on Monday night by the time this podcast comes out. On the spreads, we went 9 and five. So not not great. Not terrible. Uh, Tennessee really killed us. On the spread. The Giants actually... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I went 10-4 and four on the spreads. Because I don't know how to count. I almost gave myself an extra loss there. Because <laughs> so I took the Hawks minus eight. The Chargers minus two. Indy plus 10.5. That was a really stupid pick. And then the Titans plus five and a half. Man, I'd give that. Dang coming. But this is one of the best weeks that I've had. So I'm feeling great about it. Feeling great going into week 14. And the Saints are going to beat the Bucks tonight because I hate the Bucks. All right. Uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about quick. So a couple trailers dropped that I want to talk about specifically. One is Transformers Rise of the Beast. Now, if anyone knows me and knows me well, they know that the first Michael Bay Transformers movie that came out in 07 is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a great coming-of-age movie. It has one of the best soundtracks of all time, both the movie score and songs that they put into the movie from um, bands and artists. Uh, The fights are amazing. I love the characters. It's one of my comfort movies. Um, Since then, the movies just, they're on a trajectory downwards. I like the third one, where they, the Decepticons and Fate Chicago. Um, I try to like the second one, Revenge of the Fallen, but it's not very good. And then the fourth and fifth ones, I don't care, I don't like them. Uh, The Bumblebee movie, I thought was really good. Um, It didn't hit me the way the first 07 movie did, but I liked it. This new one, I thought the trailer was really well done. I'm excited to see it because I love the Transformers property and I'm always down to see a Transformers movie. My biggest bugaboo with this one is it's supposedly there's no Decepticons. And I'm a Decepticon fanboy. So no Decepticons really kills my interest in the movie. They're leaning into the Beast Wars cartoon because the Optimus Primal, the Gorilla Transformer, he's one of the main characters in this. Um. Wasn't my thing growing up, so that's that's kind of a hit to the movie as well um and it, it's a movie that I'm definitely going to go and see, but the trailer didn't do a whole lot to get me super excited um same thing with the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny which that I get that that it's a classic like 1930s serial title, but that title right, that. I don't like it. You've got The Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark. uh, Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Why does that sound weird coming out of my mouth? I don't know. And then The Temple of Doom. I thought we were all great names. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The movie's not great. We all know. But I don't think it's as bad as people lampoon it to be. Um, This one, there's going to be a D.H. Harrison Ford um I did see the leaks about this movie. Uh I won't sp- I won't say it, what it is here in case people don't want to be spoiled. Um if it does end up being true I'm not really interested in it. And honestly, I'm not that interested in Indiana Jones anymore anyways. I love the first and the third one. Um I don't mind Temple of Doom and I don't really care for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but Uh, This is a sequel that I just, I don't need in my life. Um, If it gets great reviews, because I do love James Mangold, and I do love me some Harrison Ford. um, I thought that for all its faults, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull had a good ending. You had Indy getting married to the love of his life, Marion, and then Shia LaBeouf becoming the new Indiana Jones. I thought that was a fine set enough for the franchise. Um, And this fifth one, I think, is just going to be another sequel that we're wondering in five years, why did we get that? I hope I'm wrong. I'm always rooting for good movies because we need more of them nowadays. It seems like we're getting fewer and fewer. Um, but the trailer didn't do anything for me. What really stuck out was the CGI for Harrison Ford looked really good at times and then really bad. I guess that's the consistency of CGI that we're going to get nowadays where it's just going to be hit or miss. Um. Yeah. And the final trailer that came out, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 this is the first time i've been excited for a marvel movie since endgame i love guardians of the galaxy i love the first one in particular i don't mind the second one but the first one really struck a chord with me and i fell in love with these characters really sad to see james gunn leave the mcu he's departing for warner brothers to helm the dc universe but i'm very excited for this movie um and we're shaping up to get some pretty solid movies coming out next year. You know, Transformers, Guardians 3, um, maybe Indiana Jones. And, but my highly anticipated is John Wick. So I think what I'm going to do is at the end of this year, especially when we get the playoff, um, get two playoffs. There'll be less to talk about in terms of football. So I'll supplement it with some other stuff that I want to talk about. I think I'll do a top five most anticipated movies for 2023. I don't think there will be enough to make a top 10. Um, So that'll be forthcoming. But with all of that said, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you got to the end, I appreciate you. I love you. I hope you have a great week. And I'll talk to you guys on Thursday.